0: Don't worry, it's only an hour long and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. 501 on a Friday. It's not going to suck, but I'm in a mood as Fleegs just uh, found out. You got CeeLo and Fleegs, by the way. And you got Jerry and Sal coming up top of the hour in for uh, Boomer and Geo on what should be a feel good summer Friday for everyone. Not so much for myself. I'm a little annoyed here, a little behind here this morning. My Yankees got their ass kicked last night, low on sleep from the week. I got to catch up here. I'm going to be running around like a chicken with my head cut off for the next 90 minutes or so. But Fleegs is in a good mood because th- This time around, as he got up again to watch his Mets on DVR, had to sweat it out the other night with the big ninth inning comeback. Last night, not so much. A no-doubter, a laugher out in Arizona where the Mets did everything right.
1: Yeah, this was very much the opposite of that. And good morning, Cielo. Uh, good morning. I hope at some point you can catch up on sleep But knowing what you've been through I this mean, entire week, sleep Monday we're through used Friday.
0: To. It's just all the other Listen, nonsense. Listen, let's
1: turn this Friday around for you. And yeah, yet, for me, again, opposite of the experience. While the Mets win both games, so I wake up. The first thing I did was because it started first. I go through the Yankees oh, and very quickly. You know, again, you, you enjoyed amount, that as well. <laughs> the amount of time I set aside to need to catch up on the game needed maybe a third of that after yeah. 15 minutes. Okay, I get the idea. Still, you know, fast-forwarding <laughs> through every play, but no need to stop and After this, really dissect what happened. There's another
0: line drive, right? and there's another line drive, right? and there's a moonshot from Gunnar Henderson. again. Oh, and Henderson another line again. drive, and I'll drop pop-up, and this, and that, and left, and right, in a disaster.
1: And then I move on to the Mets game, and not that it's as much of a bloodbath, especially early, but that was another one where by the time I caught up to live... You know, the reason I woke up, I told you, every, I mean, people know by the time of this station, huge Taylor Swift fan, album came out at midnight. Oh, so I was all set up to have the games <laughs> done and have the Met game on still live while I'm listening to the album. And I didn't even have to worry. You know, I'm thinking, what if it's like last night and there's a lot of drama, it's intense, mm. it's going to be hard to focus on the music because obviously I'm going to want to have the sound on for the Mets game. Didn't need that. I mean, the Mets... Easily blow through the Arizona Diamondbacks to pull all, and complete the sweep.
0: Seventeen hits, five from Francisco Lindor, who finishes a double shy of the cycle. Hey, he was tremendous. So he had, yeah, he had he a triple. Have stopped, he season. should have stopped
1: at second on one of the two triples.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, early in the they, that was his first two. Listen, attempts, I'm joking. If it, he, right? if first he, two had,
1: it was if he had stopped. At second on what could have or should have been a yeah, triple, be, we'd, be we'd be killing him. We'd be killing him. Right. Although I will say, when he rounded uh, second on the second triple, the first one, thought he was going to get there pretty easily. When he rounded second on the second triple, I thought he was about to get thrown out.
0: It was close, and the and the umpire never made a call. Well, that was so. And then Gary and Keith
1: are sitting there, and <laughs> Gary Sparks, said, or well, right. he didn't say anything. So yeah. I guess he's safe.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's the way to to figure I've, it.
1: I've never we've watched a lot of <laughs> baseball. I've never seen that before. Yeah, that was strange. Not, I've seen it in football where they don't make a call, then they kind of get together and decide it later. Right. I've never seen in baseball play at a base, and then the umpire just turns and walks away.
0: Yeah, it was, it was unusual. He, called, he
1: granted time, and then he walked away.
0: Yeah, he kind of had, like, not a smile on his face, but it was almost like, his facial expression. He might have realized at that point. Oh yeah, well, yeah. I didn't I never, make the call. Yes. I can't do it
1: now. I think I'm going to look like a fool if I do it now. So I think we're that's just exactly going to. What happened? We're just going to
0: walk away from this. Now on the first triple, again, the way they score these things these days, the right fielder misplayed it a little bit. Yeah, so that could have been a double. Could have been the double and, and, and there. Right. Yeah, but I mean, whatever. It, the that's site, a tough this, right
1: field. You watch out in Arizona, the left center and right field, even I guess at left field with the corner where the bullpen is. Not an easy outfield to man defensively.
0: And then on that play down the line, you know it's a ball with plenty of hook on it, so it, it's fair inside first, and then, yeah, it goes down the line. And you had the one, as as Gary called him, did he call him ball dude? I think it wasn't ball boy, but there were two of Oh, he of did, them. right, right. When he, when he jumped up, he called the, the ball kid dude. The jumped right. up. The other guy looked like just sat in his chair and didn't even move, so they had completely different approaches to trying to get out, get out of the way, or well, one get out of the way, and the other not get out of the way of that ball, but it worked out fine. And leave it and, to the uh, Mets
1: to give you one of their... Not that they've had none, but they've only had a few like really feel-good series and games this year. Two of their best efforts in terms of a series are out on the West Coast where a lot of fans yeah, might have missed them. That's a good point. LA in April, Arizona this week.
0: Well, you'll, you're looking for that to continue now as they go off to San Diego here leading into the All-Star break. But, yeah, I mean, this series had a little bit of everything. Alvarez homers in all three games, and he had the little incident. I don't even call it an incident. It was like a moment where he gets hit last night and kind of... It was a very quick glance out towards him. Yeah. The ma- and then I think he realized... And he has that look about him. He
1: has that swagger about him. But yeah. it's something that... Mets fans, a lot of them were calling for last year because the team led the world in hit-by-pitches. They wanted someone on the team to just at any point respond. And listen, I don't think Ruiz hit him intentionally no. last night. I mean, this guy had no idea where the ball was going.
0: He bounced back in the inning, though. Right. right? The well, yeah, loaded. he's celebrating going nuts. And, right, not 9 nothing. Nothing. Yeah, Great, yeah. congratulations. And Sam w- acted like, you know, the game was on the line. He, right. like, spiked his bat down as he struck out to end the inning.
1: But that's something that I think a lot of Mets fans looked for last year where, you know, somebody on this team to respond and show a little fire in that regard and when alvarez does it now it's one of the most meaningless benches clearing moments yeah, he, in the history of this sport that's had a lot of dumb ones but you know what it was nice for the mets to just kind of it seems like alvarez and everything that happened wednesday night yeah. into last night and this is a game that was over and they're still doing it it feels like this team might have woken up yeah, out of whatever
0: haze galvanizing were, coming we, we, together we've been
1: saying it at every sal's been saying it. we've all been all over this for months They seem like they're hungover from last year. They're in a daze. There's just something hanging over them that they can't get out of. It does feel like this week in
0: Arizona – they might have snapped out of whatever it was. Well, look, maybe they can be this year's Phillies. That'd be great outside of the managerial change, obviously, because Buck is still there. But um, this is going to be a fun series this week, and I'm looking forward to it because the similar story overall for the Padres, where it's been a disappointing first half, but all of a sudden they've won four out of five. They just swept the Angels, and they they were off last night. So I mean, yeah, have the I mean, I know they faced each other already at City Field earlier this season, but you have sort of the shadow cast over the Mets from what happened last October, and now they have a chance leading into the All-Star break to go out there and continue to play well and hit the break with some momentum, get some guys some rest, and then see what you can do on the other side. But you mentioned that out West, I mean, there's been some good stuff that's happened for them so far this year for whatever reason. uh, This is a little different, you know, Arizona desert versus now you're really going out to the full West Coast, but it should be fun. And you had a good pitching matchup tonight with Darvish and Verlander.
1: And this is a fascinating matchup because if you told me, hey, the series between the Mets and the Padres right before the All-Star break, we're all going to be really into it. I would have said, yeah, sure. This is the beginning of the season. Then you told me both teams were 41 and 46. I would have thought you were crazy. Right. I mean, forget just one of them falling off and being that for both teams. to These are the most two or two most disappointing teams in baseball, bar none. I know the Cardinals are having a rough season too, but they don't have the star power or the payroll. They're not in the same league. The Mets and Padres have had extremely disappointing seasons. They're both playing well. This is a three-game series. Somebody's going to go into the break feeling much better than the other, even if it's just a game difference. And if you're the Mets, you have to do everything in your power to make sure you are that team. And that starts with Verlander today. You gave him the $40-plus million dollars. Darvish is a guy that the Mets never, ever hit, but he's been really bad the last month or so. They have to find a way to hit him, win this game, start the series on a good note, take two out of three from the Padres, being 4 games below 500 at the All-Star break is never a good thing but from where they were a week ago maybe last Friday against the Giants with Robertson blowing the save maybe that was their rock bottom you play well before the All-Star break and then you rest for a few days and then you come out of it pedal to the metal get within 3 or 4 games become buyers at the deadline and then who know we know this team has the talent to make a run same as goes for the Padres these are two teams that have the talent to play you know, 45 and 25 baseball the rest of the way and get themselves two of the three wild cards. It's just a matter of will they actually do it. And the Mets are showing you signs the last few days that they might be putting it together.
0: And there are, uh, looking at the similarities, you brought up last Friday with Robertson. Last Friday for the Padres was they got they lost on a walk-off in Cincinnati. That was six straight losses for them. Now, they don't have the full winning streak, but four out of five since. They ended up... uh Splitting the next two with Cincinnati and then, like I said, swept the Angels. So um it's it's interesting. And you, like we said, good pitching matchup tonight. Saturday, not so much from a Mets standpoint, because you got Peterson lined up to go. And then Sunday, Scherzer Musgrove. So this, like you said, the star power is there. And um someone like it, you can't it's not a four gamer, you're not gonna split the series, so someone's gonna have the upper hand. Exercise the some demons break. if you're
1: the Mets. Yeah. Hit Scherzer and Verlander, Aces get the job done, hit Darvish and hit Musgrove.
0: That Ma- would make, be up, make up for last October. That would be the goal and the plan, absolutely, and give yourself some – where do they go now? I haven't even looked. We did Yankees uh, second half They opened the break
1: with the Dodgers at home and then, then the, the White, White Sox. Sox. Then they oh, go like, to what? Fenway. Like I,
0: I had the Padres schedule up, and I was like, what are you guys talking about? Okay, Dodgers, White Sox, and then at at the Red Sox, and then the Yankees. So where everything's kind of like— Listen, it's not going to be easy for, for them. Maybe the three talent, games against the, the White Sox series. at home,
1: but you know you come out of the All-Star break, here are the Dodgers. It's not going to be easy, but they put themselves in a hole, losing all those games to teams like the Nationals, the Rockies, the Cubs. Yeah, You start to make up for that when you go out and sweep the team that's leading the NL West in their building, but they have to do a lot more. It means taking two out of three from San Diego and keep winning series from here on out. It's not where they want it to be. It's not the ideal position. But if they do that, if they take care of business for the next two, three weeks, they'll be in a salvageable position where they can at least be buyers at the trade deadline and give it a real run.
0: And on the other side of things, while the Mets are trending in the right direction, the Yankees, after coming back home from what was a look, it was a 500 road trip, but it was disappointing when you consider the opponents, right? With the A's and the Cardinals and losing two out of three to St. Louis over the weekend. All of a sudden, you rip off a couple of wins against the Orioles. You're feeling good. It's okay. Chip it away here a little bit. And then they give it back. So we kind of dismissed. Uh, Wednesday's game a little bit. Hey, the bullpen had a rough night. These things happen, and we talked yesterday what to expect from Luis Severino. Well, it was more of what we saw last time out where he just looks completely lost and I think feels that way listening to the comments after the game where we basically said, I've never been this bad a pitcher at any point in my life. And, I mean, you want to talk, we, we said with the Mets, line, drive, line, drive, line, drive. The Orioles, I mean, it, it was it was just hard contact all over the place.
1: I mean, they were crushing every pitch Luis Severino was throwing last night even a lot of the outs were hard hits and it's amazing because 48 hours ago when we were doing this show I mean the vibes from a Yankee standpoint were very positive yeah they had the West Coast trip slightly disappointing but you come home you take the first two from the Orioles that's great all you have to do is win one of these next two games and that is a terrific series victory and you gain ground on the team that you are chasing you're right Wednesday okay Randy Vasquez he gave you five scoreless innings The, the bullpen can't be perfect and then on Thursday, I mean, the story is going to be, and it should be Severino. This is another game where the Yankees scored one run. They did nothing yeah.
0: offensively. Dean Kramer and Kyle Bradish on back to back nights. I don't have the combined numbers, but I know Kramer was what? Seven innings, two runs, one earned, ten Ks, and the line for Bradish last night was six shutout innings with five strikeouts. So I mean, they're they're young, promising innings, two pitchers two that yeah. the Orioles like. I mean, like, Braddish is having a nice year. I mean, the, it's, it's they're not also coming names into Yankee yet. State. I mean, right, coming yeah. into
1: Yankee Stadium and shutting down whatever nine guys are batting in pinstripes. It, it's a rough spot for the Yankees. And listen, today, you'll get Carlos Rodon back today. Don't I mean? lot
0: uh, of pressure on knows, him,
1: <laughs> and who knows what to expect to him from the first start. That's not something I'm worried about. If you know, if he gives you four innings of one or two run ball, whatever, he's building back up, he'll be fine. The question is now, and this is something that I mean the Yankees went out and signed Carlos Rodon and did literally nothing else really in the offseason. Nothing to address the lineup. Okay, they brought back Tommy Canley, that looking like a good move for the bullpen, but they didn't address the lineup. Just Anthony Volpe is gonna make up for everything that was missing, and veterans are going to be better. Instead, almost all of the veterans, if not all of them, are worse. And now you're at a point where, CeeLo, we're talking about the Mets. Are they buyers? Are they sellers? With the Yankees, we've just kind of assumed, okay, hopefully they can go out and add one bat. Now we're at a point where I look at them coming up on August 1st. This team might need another starter. You're in a postseason series, fourth, third starter after Cole, and I'm going to assume Carlos Rodon. Who can you trust right now in this Yankee staff? It's not Severino. It's not Herman, even though with the perfect game in the last couple of weeks, he's not been great around that. No. And you can't trust Nestor Cortez right now if he even comes back healthy soon. That is not where Brian Cashman envisioned this rotation when he signed Carlos Rodon.
0: No, and I mean, I guess there's what? There's there's a chance Frankie Montas comes back late in the season, right? From the shoulder surgery, maybe like late August, September, but... I don't think anyone who watched him throw last year right. in a Yankee uniform at least is gonna be feeling comfortable or optimistic about what he could possibly offer. So yeah, it's a fair point. Uh and it's you know, they put Volpe back at the top of the order last night. He takes an 0-4. I mean, it was just one of those one of those nights. And we where talked about that going. where
1: we wouldn't do that just yet. Yeah.
0: And yeah. they
1: do it in first game, over, like you said. It's, you know, I, I think that they might have jumped the gun a little bit with moving Volpe up in the lineup. It's it's weird because it's it's hard to crush the Yankees overall with how they've done standings-wise since Judge went down. Look, you take the best player off of any team, especially someone as good as Aaron Judge, they're going to suffer.
0: They look but until, this the, the
1: Yankee. I'm sorry, the New York Yankees lineup yeah. and offense, it has to be more than this.
0: Yes, without Judge, they look in... As long as the pitching's not going to go off a cliff, and look, Severino last night was terrible, bullpen the night before, but overall, you know, it's been solid. Um without judge they look and feel like a 500 team which is kind of right around where they are since he went out of the, since he went out and this is where they've been for the last week or so right split 3 and 3 on the road trip split the two the four games with the Orioles so that's what you are 500 team last 10 days or so
1: and the feeling totally changes in a four game series if you win the first two versus you know if you split it but sure. you have the first two wins versus uh last two wins the Orioles can now say look they were in a tough hole against the Yankees they blew the game monday They lose Tuesday. They don't want the Yankees to gain any ground on them. And then they come out Wednesday and Thursday with nice, convincing victories, especially in the finale. And now they walk out of Yankee Stadium. That's four more head-to-head opportunities for the Yankees to catch them off the schedule. And they didn't lose any ground. That now looks like, even though they split, it feels like a win for the Orioles and a loss for the Yankees.
0: And, and you know, watching it all unfold, it felt that way as their guys were rounding the bases and high fiving and everything. They were exuding and oozing Oh, they were, of they were having a party. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they weren't going to And the amazing four, four, thing, four, too,
1: you would hear one team was up, was it 13 or 14 nothing in the ninth inning, and one of the managers gets ejected. Yeah. That was, just, that was, it was. was but ridiculous. it's just funny. Of course, you know, it's not the guy who leads the league in ejections, right. it's the guy who is winning by a couple touchdowns. Gets himself tossed.
0: Yeah, and basically looked like he just came out to inquire again about one of these situations where his guy gets hit and both teams get warned. And it wasn't even like... It didn't even seem angry. He just no, came yeah. out to ask, and it makes got, you wonder if he, he just said hook. one
1: wrong word yeah. very quietly. And it,
0: his reaction was, I think he even, if I read his lips correctly, not that I'm John Boy or anything. I think he said, "Wait, I'm sorry. Like, what did you just throw me out of the game? What, what was that?" But it I mean, was almost like the
1: umpire was like, "Listen, this game is over. Right? Let's just speed this along.
0: I'm <laughs> annoyed that the guy got hit. Yeah.
1: I just want three strikes. Everybody's out. Let's go here. So you're, he's tossing just just enough." Yeah. But yeah, it was a very weird situation.
0: So yeah, a tale of two nights uh, for the baseball locals, certainly. And the Mets on the upswing here, heading into a fun series against the Padres. Yankees have the Cubs coming in. All eyes will be, or Yankee eyes at least, will be on Carlos Rodon tonight. So we'll see how that plays out. All right, we hit our first break here. Just getting going. Uh, Fleeks may be solo at some point, because I have uh, other work to do during the breaks, which is going to be interesting. uh, I'm going to be running around like crazy before I get in here in about an hour to sit down with Jerry and Sal for the first update segment of a friday morning morning show as they are in for boomer and geo to round out this july 4th week and we're coming right back on the fan